Yo, what's going on, world? It's your boy Slick Grayson, aka Law. Yo, it's your boy Brian Breezy, aka Poppy Sauce Zone. Yo, what's going on, y'all? Welcome to episode two of This Might Not Go Well. Yo, bro, we got you know second episode. Yes, we out here. Man, it's crazy. It's crazy. Five years in the making. It's about that time. We are officially here. We are on Spotify. We are on Apple. We're at the home base. We're on Sounder right now. That's uh-huh. where that's where it all starts. And we got social media. You feel me? This might not go well on IG and Twitter. And we got a YouTube page where we're going to start posting more for you guys. Yeah, I know. I know. I, this week, we're going to be going hard with the rollout. A couple people know about the episode one. But we kind of wanted to have a little bit more content for y'all so y'all can go through the, you like the first episode. <laughs> drop a listen to the next to this episode right here. And then when y'all caught up with that, we ready with episode three next week. We just coming for your head tops for the foreseeable future. Yes. And please rate. On all platforms. That's how we get more listeners. That's how we get more, you know, transactions and all that other good stuff. That's a fact. That's a fact. So, we, like I said, most podcasts, they start from a place of narcissism. We're here to have some fun. We're here to talk about what's going on in the world. We're just trying to, you know, inform, entertain, enlighten, and just do our thing. And we hopefully, if you're enjoying this, like he said, rate. Give a listen. Tell a friend to tell a friend, and tell that friend to tell her friends, and she can tell her man friend too. I guess. I'm, and we can I'm, all be friends. Yeah, we can all. Not the man friend part, but yeah. Everybody. Wait, else, what, can, what Biggie said, you know. Yeah, we can all be friends. But um, yo, bro, what's going on with you? How how has this week treated you since uh, we dropped? Ah man, this week actually has been pretty good. You know, I've been feeling really happy about this. You know, we just finally get the ball rolling. I feel like we on a great path of success with everything we do. We got all our, we, 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 we die in our eyes, you know, in cues and getting things together. What about you? There's a dot in cue? I don't know. I was smile. I improved off oh, that. That's far, that's far. Um, no, everything is everything sweet over here. I'm happy that we finally got this off of the ground. I remember the feeling seeing my joint on a on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. It was it was a good feeling. So I'm like, hey, this it, it led to some energy throughout all the other transactions throughout the week. So extremely happy for the future. You know, yeah, man. Look, look, how, you want to start heavy? We gonna start fun? How you want to start this out? Oh wait, before we start, you know, if you wish to sponsor us. <laughs> You got any brand that you want us to promote? You feel me? Please send all the inquiries to this might not go well at gmail.com. Yo, that's a big fact. Especially you got a, a clothing line, you, you you're selling dinners, you're whatever you got your own pod. Y'all seen the intermission episode one. That's not always gonna just be a spot for us to just play the intro music. We want you guys to send us some stuff so we can promote y'all, you know, reciprocate. And we're gonna try to, you know, we're gonna build the podcast block for lack of a better term. So you send us your stuff, we'll put it in here, and then you got more of a license to listen, and hopefully we can and get other people involved in what you're working on. So let's all use our platforms to help each other grow. So yeah, send that to this might not go well at gmail.com or you can slide in the DMs on this might not go well at Twitter or IG and we can hold it down for y'all. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about you, Raycon, Blue Chew. What's the what's the other one everybody got now? Bevel. Send us out. Oh, for sure, for sure. The big money people, yeah, y'all, y'all hear us. You know, it's two black guys. We ain't got no records or nothing. Uh, I mean, he probably went to jail in Haiti, but you know, um, yeah, we, we, we are upstanding gentlemen. So, yeah, sponsor us. All right, so where are we going to start the show off? We want to start the show off with this new segment? Um, Yeah, man. I think we can start off a little heavy because I think, you know, we start off with the heavy. We, you know, we got to talk about some things and then we'll go into the fun a little bit later. Talk about my Lakers, you know, uh, my LeBrons. I'm not a Laker fan, but, you know, I, yeah, I, I, wrote, I wrote with the King. But, um, um, let's talk about something that we're going to go into politics before we do that let's talk into this new segment it's called I Know You Don't Love Me right so I know you don't love me shout out mm-hmm. to Tony A.L. 50 Cent the whole G-Unit uh, of course Queens yeah uh. south, 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 south. <laughs> but 
I know you don't love me as a segment focused just on life in America as an African American and what we see. And despite being the pillars of the culture of the cool of what's trending, the system does not appreciate, does not approve of us. We're treated as, you know, malcontents, like we're not supposed to be here. And I think a great place to start this segment is actually something that actually was a big talking point and a big, I guess you say almost revolution point for the country with the shooting of Breonna Taylor. And this past week, her uh, boyfriend, uh, Kenny Walker, he was actually on Good Morning America and did an interview. And he gave his account of the story of what happened that night. And I think it was the most heartbreaking video I've seen in a long time. I Mm -hmm. think that seeing a black man be have to be vulnerable and you know have to recount probably the most traumatic experience of his life on national television and to compound that with some of the disgusting commentary that I saw throughout on the internet we we, we got to do better y'all america like y- you owe us I'm not, I'm, I'm not even going to be like front fake. Like, 400 you years. 400 years just as slaves, man. Like, y'all, like, y'all can't, you got to be kidding me. Like, can we not acknowledge that the system is broken? This man was with his shorty watching a movie, just chilling. They just had a, they had date night. Police show up at his door and from their account, they're saying, you know, they're announcing themselves. I'm pretty sure if you're from a minority community, you know, eight times out of 10, the police are not announcing themselves. They just want to, you know, come get you. They, they're, you know, banging on his door. He's thinking he has to protect himself. They start just lighting up the crib after he fires his warning shot. Emphasis on warning shot. As a legal, as a licensed gun carrier, he had the light. You're, you're invading his property with no communication. Yep. He shot a bullet and y'all tried y'all switch cheese's apartment and killed his girlfriend. And then have the nerve when he's trying to go get help. You're going to slam him on the floor. You're going to drag him through the parking lot. You're going to take him to jail and try to deny any wrongdoing. And the saddest part is that the video, the interview actually is interchanged with some of the body cam footage. So you hear the way that the police are discussing uh, Mr. Walker. You hear the way that the police are discussing Breonna Taylor. Like, I believe there's a scene in the, from the body cam footage where it shows they're like going through the crib and one of the officers, oh, she's done. Let's keep going. Let's keep looking for what we got to look for. Like, my men's. Like your job is no to humane. yo your job is to serve and protect right Brianna Taylor her family everybody pays taxes that pay your salary you see somebody hurt regardless of what you think is going down yo help them and I think it just was just it was a really prime example of what it's like to be black in America like even when they're wrong they're right. They charged uh, Mr. Walker with, I believe, attempted murder, right? Yep. Because he shot a warning shot at a policeman and then went outside to try to get them to help his girlfriend, who they shot, and was taken to jail. But while he was in custody, literally, an officer said, oh, this is a misunderstanding. We're going to work this out. He doesn't know what's happening to his girlfriend right now. He just knows she's shot on the ground in the apartment. I mean, wasn't there still time to save her too? There was definitely time to save her. She was not She was not dead on impact. She was not done the right. So there was time to call a doctor. There was time to call an ambulance, do something. But they were so caught up in whatever drugs scheme they thought was, they thought was happening that they just ran with it and they let a woman die in, in like a place that's supposed to be comforting for her. And that's disturbing. But it also speaks to the lack of accountability in our justice system. Like, the one guy that got charged literally got charged for the bullets that missed. Yep, and went to a neighboring apartment. Like, are you, excuse my language, are you shitting me? Like, 
So you mean to tell me the the person that was killed, they can't get justice for her. But oh, we did some property damage to others that live in the building. So you know what? You you can't be a cop anymore. It, and it, it's just like you would think like and I'm, I'm probably still being wishful and just thinking like America would change. But you would think that the fact that we have the that the body cams, the fact that we have social media, the fact that we have the George Floyd case that happened in May. Yeah, you, you would think at this point, like certain officers would just be careful. And I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna step back a second. Not all cops are bad. Okay, I've said I've seen some cool cops. I know some guys who became cops. Good for you. But the problem is that there is a system that protects those bad cops and is compounded with the good cops not saying shit. And protecting those bad cops. So now it's like, yo, what can I do? You're wrong. I know you're wrong. You know you're wrong. But Big Brother's not going to let you say you're wrong. They're going to put the blame and onus on us. So now we're out here mourning seemingly every day a new black victim who is being vilified. They're being called. We get called drug dealers. We get called, um, you know, our prior suspension. Like you could have got suspended in elementary school and they're going to bring that up. Yep. Meanwhile, a uh, little white boy's mom will drive him across state lines so he can go shoot and kill protesters who are, are just arguing for a fair country. Yep, and then they gave him water too. They gave him water and took him to juvie. Khalif Browder stole a book bag and was in Rikers for what, four years? Yep. Ended up killing himself. Like, yo, it has to be an indictment on the American system. And you think about like the, the Kentucky AG, the Attorney General, right? Again, excuse my language, but fuck him. Oh, yes. As a black man, I mean, I seen his hair, like I seen the Twitter meme, like, yo, with a haircut like that, I know you don't identify yourself as a black man, but, yo, if you you outside of Kentucky, you go to another state and you're just on a, a dark road, people don't know who you are. You are another nigga. Mm-hmm. So understand that. But the fact that you are sequestering evidence, you are ensuring that the jury isn't getting all the facts. They're not seeing the same things that we're seeing on, on social media that we're seeing on, in that Good Morning America interview. And for what reason? What reason can you sell out your race and not protect even the idea of a black person? Like you're, you, you are in a position of power, and you literally just, you just spit in every black person's face. Yeah. And you have the audacity to take this. I don't even want to call it fame, but this new spotlight on you to go to the Republican convention to give a speech, and then have the audacity to give a press conference. And when prior to the press press conference, you alerted to police to set up borders and everything, and then you condemn celebrities to speak about the injustice. How dare you? Yo, like, I, I don't, like the system is rigged. We got some Uncle Toms out there. We And just going back to the interview to Mr. Walker, like, sin, sincere, sincerest of condolences. I know it was not easy for you to relive that event. Condolences to Breonna Taylor's family. Yes. Your memory will forever to live on. We know that our system failed you. And yes, we sorry we failed you. And at this point, like I know everybody says vote. I'm I'm a, I'm a big person that says I don't know voting's going to change much, but yo we got to do something because I, there's no reason for all this black death in the past, just recorded black death in the past ten years. Not even probably like since 2014, right? When was Trayvon Martin? Oh, wasn't it 2012? 2012. So we're not yeah. even a decade out, and it seems like there's a new name, and it's probably we're probably glancing over hundreds of other names. Oh yeah, stuff that don't make the news. I'm about to say, and I already know Law and Order is going to probably make a Breonna Taylor episode because they always, you know, cap, not saying it's a bad show, but they capitalize off of this death. I don't want to see this no more. It's like we're to a point where we're almost becoming desensitized to these things, and the fact that 
for a majority of the po- the population with a with a conscience, they I, we can identify that this is wrong and we need it to change. Mm-hmm. But system systemically, people just refuse to take that that step forward. I know I'm probably on a tangent, but um, you're thinking about the what's the shorty the the new the Supreme Court justice the pointy uh, that Trump I don't remember her name. Excuse, forgive oh, me for yes. uh, forgetting it, but um, she's talking about like you know I I I receive the Constitution the way it was written like lady. I'm not going to call you out your name, but let's be real. The Constitution was written by a bunch of old white men who owned slaves who thought black people were three-fifths of a person. Do you really think that laws were created and established with their best interests at heart? Oh, her name is Amy Coney. Oh, Amy Coney Barrett? Yeah. Well, Miss Barrett, like I said, voting needs to happen, but what you have to understand is that you're in a position where you're not just... I guess people do serve their best interests, but you're in a position where so you're going to get pushed back because, for one, you're going to be following a legend, right? You're following a legend in that position. But for two, we're in a time of turmoil where people are tired of hurting. So be a human being. Don't be a one-sided human being. Be somebody that recognizes that, hey, I have my beliefs, you have your beliefs, but I can say what's wrong is wrong. We need justice for Breonna Taylor. We need justice for... Everybody has been wrong by the system. By the system. And if I could add one more thing, why are we still discussing Road versus Wade in this big day and age? Why is it still a factor? Why isn't pro-choice? Why is and the most important thing is why is white male just male? We don't have to put an ethnicity or a race behind it. Why are males talking about what what females can do with their bodies? Why is this still a discussion today? I don't understand. It's their body. It's their choice. It shouldn't. We shouldn't be going across road versus Wade anymore. And I don't know why is this an issue that comes up every couple of years for. Because those with power feel as though, again, they're following the Constitution. It was written by a bunch of old men in the 1700s who probably never even thought well, half the stuff that we can do today is possible. You know, they thought that was wrong. They were. It was in the eyes of God. Whatever that means. So much for a separation from church and state. Yeah, but everything is rhetoric. And that's what politics is, is all rhetoric. So the fact is a matter that that a woman's body, a woman, we can't we can we can't even barely protect our women. You going now we're policing our women's body, their right to, to decide if they want to have a child or not, regardless of situation and mm-hmm. circumstance. It's disgusting. So, and, and I hope everybody, you know, what you gonna call it. Don't get the wrong idea and saying because I know people listen to this right now. Oh, they sound like liberals and all that. No, we Joe Biden got enough to prove on our side. And it's not all about just going against Trump and the Republicans because the Democratic Party, to be honest, haven't really done much for us anyways. So don't even take our rhetoric on some we just liberals type of thing. We just want betterment for black people. I think Ice Cube said it best. And we're going to get into that a little bit later. But like, yo. We need uh, we we need something like there has to be something that could be done. Like we're the only community of people where we've been separated. We've been separated to the point where it's like we're happy just to see one of us make a million dollars. We don't have mm-hmm. to go to that person. But that's like the, the biggest thing. I think Umar Johnson said it like black people, are the only group of people who, you know, that little point point two percent of us that are wealthy that's who you know that's who everybody wants to hear from they don't care about the the, the average black person you have these other communities that are so strong and so tight-knit it's like they want to see everybody win but we've been so broken up it's ingrained in our dna at this point that we're you know we're just we idolize and we don't know how to help ourselves 
So, man, we got to do better. America, I know you don't love me. I know you don't. But, yo, something's got to give eventually. You can't love everything about me but hate me at the same time. Facts. You can't continue appropriating our culture and having our culture be the number one selling thing in this world and continue not to give us our respect. That's crazy, though, because it's like we really generate. We generate so much money and then we also spend so much money and money apparently makes the world go round. But I still can't walk into the Gucci store on Fifth Ave without getting, you know, getting the eyes. Or, like, you know, they want multiple forms of ID if I just want to look at something. You feel me? I still can't go in the elevator with a person and another person doesn't clench their their purse or anything or walk on the other side of the street. Yo, so... Man, again, Brianna Taylor, man, that interview was heartbroken. If you haven't gotten a chance to watch it, I suggest you do. Especially, you know, on both sides, like I said, and I don't care if you're liberal, conservative, you know, Democrat, Republican, black, white, Puerto Rican, Haitian, or Asian, whatever. Like, take a watch. And then if you were all, this man was a drug dealer, and third, he should never shot a warning shot, just watch the video. If you can sit there with a straight face and say that what was done was an, an, an atrocity, then, yo, you need to have a different kind of conversation. All right. But, um, yeah, just moving on slightly. That was I Know You Don't Love Me. Again, we're going to try to jump over to this Ice Cube contract with Black America. I mentioned it a little bit briefly in the last session, right? So Ice Cube, a big tweet of the week was that Ice Cube was a Trump supporter. Oh, my God. How did you, when you first heard that, like, what did you think? <sighs> It's a, it's a, just a lot of incidents on where we try to tear down our people without getting the full context. Without getting the full context. Man, I, at first I think somebody told me like I was at work and somebody said it. And I was like, what? What you mean? Ice Cube. Ice Cube was preaching the last couple weeks or the last couple months on social media about what we need, right? So then he put out the seven minute video. He explained himself. I think so. The contract, Black America. If you're unfamiliar, is that he is imploring government officials. Like, you want the black vote, there needs to be something done to help black people. And not just the the ones that are making six, seven figures and up. Like, help every black person. It needs to be something done, right? Which, again, it makes sense, right? Disenfranchised people, you know, not much wealth in the community. Everything that we are producing is coming right back out. But he apparently reached out to the Democrats and Republicans. And he's like, yo, so basically what y'all gonna do? What can y'all do for us? Like, I, I have a platform, I have a voice. People listen to me. Mm-hmm. What What are you willing to do to help black people? Since y'all pandering for our vote, yeah. y'all better work for it. I must say, uh, these Joe Biden memes, they, they funny. But like, what what really are you gonna do? Trump said he helped black people more than any president before. Like, what have you done? Can you tell me, right? So Cube wanted facts. Apparently the Democrats beat around the bush. And the Trump administration spoke to him and was like, yo, all right, well, here's some of the things we could do. It was like $500 billion, right? Yeah, some some number. And I'm like, at that point, if you're talking numbers, and I know we were very vocal and anti-Trump last week, I still don't support Trump. But from Ice Cube's perspective, why not listen to them? Why not promote that? Because at the end of the day, people vote for what's in their best interest, right? Yes. We have fallen in love with this two-party system, with these ideas. Mm-hmm. Uh, my my belief system is right. Your belief system is wrong. And I'm going to just ride, ride this thing out, right? So, and in cases of extreme, extreme dire circumstance, you might get some people to switch teams. Bush put us in war. We was in debt. Gas was almost $5. Lo and behold, Obama pops up. He gets a lot of votes, right? Cool. Hillary Clinton goes up for election thinking that she had it in the bag. But a lot of people remember... The super predator comment. A lot of people didn't trust Hillary Clinton. A lot of people were like, you know what? 
I, they, they still didn't like the Obama administration, so they went with Trump. It happens. But now we as a people are demanding that we get our fair share from our government. Mm-hmm. You, you, I'm gonna be keeping a stack. You're taxing me out the ass, but there's no policy where where I feel protected and comfortable in my own country. Like just to walk outside, we need to talk about that. If I don't have resources for my kids to go to school, like, and I'm I'm seeing the wealth disparity amongst different groups of people in the same borough, we need to talk about that. Yeah. So the fact that Ice Cube was and he came out and said it, like the fact that he really was listening to Trump, I think we need to stop this whole you know hot topic reaction. Like, actually look into what somebody says. So I think now it's all in the title. It's all in the headline. Somebody puts the headline out, and then we just we go with it. And then when it's finally like revealed, we kind of you know it's like, oh some this stuff, a good majority of us will like you know break it down. We don't talk about that part. We don't talk about what we learned or what we find out. Yeah, and also I want to talk about why do we have such an alliance with the Democratic Party for? Talk about it as black people. Even though we started off with the Republican, if everybody know the history before. Um, around the Civil War and then after the Civil War during FDR that's when we started messing with the Democratic Party but I we had such an allegiance with the Democratic Party it's crazy to me because if you mention that you're a Republican it's like you're a slave owner to black people and it's not the case and I know right now I don't support Trump forget him and I'm not even a Republican or a Democrat I just vote for my interests yeah, I'm an independent at this Facts. point <laughs> Being being a Republican is not bad because I'm like I realize like yo there's even in this country there's different aspect and different cultures around this whole states and all in these different states and they have a different way of life so some conservative means might work better for certain states like I don't know what's going on in Nebraska Montana they might have more of a chill back state compared to New York City but I just don't like that just because he sat down and sat with the Republican Party you're calling Ice Cube who for lack of better words, have been a prominent figure in black culture for decades, you will call him a sellout. It's crazy to me, because I'm like, this is the guy who not only bought us hip-hop, bought change to hip-hop with N.W.A., who bought change to movies. You know what I mean? People he has bought to spotlight, Chris Tucker, Mike Epps, and stuff that he produced. Now he even changing ways for retired NBA players with the with the three-on-three league. And mind you about all the businesses and stuff that he has done in the community. Y'all, y'all quick to call people sellouts without even doing your due diligence and really researching what that person is saying. That's just going off of headlines, which is it's appalling. 100%. So... Like, yo, shout out to Ice Cube for, you know, honestly doing the work. Because it's one thing to make a hashtag. It's one thing to say, oh, we need to vote. Why are we voting? What do we want? And I think there was, there's been a great point that's been made a lot. Oh, I wish things could go back to the way they were with Obama. I'm going to say Obama was a moment, but what really changed? Mm-hmm. Life didn't, I mean, we got health care. Okay, that was cool, but that wasn't a black thing. And they took it away, like they Trump to kind of chopped it up as soon as it was over, like as soon as he got in there, right? Unemployment, unemployment, right? Things are, and from Ice Cube's perspective, things have not, things for lack of better words, have been pretty consistent for Black people the last four hundred years. Might we got rid of the poll tax, you know? Got rid of uh, what else? The reading test. We got yeah. rid of the uh, the slave hunters. They became police, but. Redlining did its damage. We have our neighborhoods that are, you know, underfunded. Um, 
we're, we're not in a position to capitalize of all the things we bring to this country, right? And I think that the fact that this is probably one of the most open ages in terms of information and in terms of like a lot of people, like a lot of building allies, but we can't do that if the system doesn't allow us. So the fact that he's like, hey, if I got to vote for Trump to, or I got to, you know, me and Trump got to work together to create some kind of some form of equity for, for the black community, I'll do it. And he's going to probably be a martyr for it if it has, to, if it goes down. But that's the reality of the situation. And unfortunately, you know, it's going to be a lot of people that's going to be talking out their neck. But that's the world we live in. It's a lot of people that'll talk, but they we we not making the sacrifices for the betterment of our kind. I, I'll put it this way, like yo, a lot of times, like especially as you said, homeowners, you want somebody that's gonna lower your taxes. That's what you want. Put more money in my pocket. You want somebody yeah. that's gonna protect your pockets. You want somebody that's gonna protect your interests. If you're an entrepreneur, yeah, you, you want, want you want tax break. More and more morning, of course, you're gonna vote for your interests. So that's really what it is. Let's get away from this idea of. You know, do or die political allegiance. Like, yo, if there's something that can make your life easier, go for it. Again, this is not an endorsement of Trump. It's not an endorsement of the Republican Party. It's not an endorsement of any party. It's about just gaining information. And, you know, let's not always just try to look for something negative. I know we have unlimited access right now, and it's easy to find a negative and dwell in the negative. But bump that. Like, yo, get your information. See both sides of an argument. And be prepared to just, you know, make an informed choice, a choice that you can live with. Because for all we know, like, again, everybody's talking Democrats. Joe Biden wrote that crime bill. Those brothers that was going away for them dime bags mm-hmm. that was doing life for selling a little bit of weed. Just a little, little well, he space. had 60 years or something. Yeah. Super predators. That wasn't just Hillary Clinton. That was Joe Biden as well. I'm so both from the Democratic Party that y'all love so much. I'm going to say, think about it. What have they done? And let's stop just voting in the presidential elections. The House, you got to get the Senate right, you got Congress right, your local officials, like... Mayor, governor. We can't just do this every four years and then be mad something doesn't change. And as much as I give Obama, I, I guess I guess I have my realistic perspective of Obama, he also wasn't dealt a fair hand for half, from uh, much of his term. He didn't have both of that. He didn't have the House and the Senate on, I mean, on his side. So, That's a fact. So, yo, let's do better. Remember, we know America don't love us, but we got to love ourselves enough to just make sure we make the most informed choice. And we'll be right back at you. With, this might not go well. Welcome back to This Might Not Go Well. So now the next topic we're going to talk about are the Lakers. 17 championships, baby. Let's get it. I'm, I'm only here for LeBron. Come on now. I, as y'all know, the cha- the Lakers has won, have won the NBA championship last week. And it's LeBron's fourth title, fourth finals MVP. What you feeling about this, bro? 
about damn time, man. I was, yo, I was been waiting for my man to get another round. I thought it was clip once, you know, KD went to Golden State because you can't beat a super team. And then, you know, last year was a bad, you know, amendment on his legacy just because, you know, he got hurt and they didn't make the playoffs, broke the streak. But I think him coming back healthy, him, you know, orchestrating the AD trade, it all worked out. And the scary part is they're only going to get better because, last, let's be real, Kawhi hold them last year because he essentially sabotaged them from signing efficient free agents. Imagine how much better they would have been if they could have had a shooter like J.J. Redick on the wing. Man, and you still have KCP. Mm-hmm. You get a, a playmaker a playmaker off the bench, maybe. Yo, it could have been crazy. But And then they, they had a lot of, you know, make Could have got guys. Seth Curry. Could have got Seth Curry, J.J. Redick. Uh, they could have had Pat Bev if they wanted. They, they got a better version. They got Avery Bradley. I'll take Avery Bradley, oh, or, yeah. even though he ain't playing the playoffs. So, Bron got his fourth ring. We're going to talk about legacy in a little and while. Before, before we even talk about the legacy, what you think? Bradley Bill just bought a house in L.A., but that, don't let that go over your head, though. Let's be real, though. Let's, <laughs> if we're being honest, even, like there is no way that Washington, of all the deals they could get, what do the Lakers offer? I'm, I'm sorry, yo, Cools. Cools, get out. I'm, I'm gonna be. I've, I've been waiting for this moment for like the last three years. You know who you are if you're listening. Yo, I told y'all Brandon Ingram was better than Kuz. I told y'all Brandon Ingram was better than Cruz. I told y'all Brandon Ingram was better than Kuz. I told y'all. So, yo, Kuz, he can score. I give it to you. He's a bucket, but he was a bucket when there was no pressure. He was a twenty what twenty seventh pick. Yep. He had no pressure to be great. And I think with Cruz, I think with um, Cruz, he has to be either the first or second option. He can't play the Kevin Love or even the Draymond option of being either the third or fourth scorer because that messes him up. Because he's not the type of person that can instantly get hot. He has to build up that that rhythm to start scoring. So. Him being on his Lakers team right now is not going to do him no justice. But, yo, you just said two guys who they had secondary skills. What's Kuz's secondary skill outside oh, of scoring? Yeah, his defense like, was Basuda. I mean, Kevin Love, yo, people forget Minnesota, man, dropped 30 and 30 on the next 30 rebounds on, a, on an NBA team by one person. He was a 28 and, like, 15 guy. He came with LeBron. Even though he wasn't getting as many shots, he still was a three-point shooter. He still could rebound. His defense was always suspect. He still could pass. So mm-hmm. he already—that's three skills that already helped the team. And then you go, um, who who you say else? You said, um, oh, Draymond. Yeah. Draymond not a scorer. Draymond is literally here to facilitate and play defense, and that's what he does. Even when he's not hitting shots, like you think about when they when they lost in 2016 to LeBron, Draymond almost got them that championship. He had 38 points, but he still was filling up the stat sheet with rebounds, assists, playing. Great Great defense. So, Kuz doesn't have that secondary skill. He doesn't have the IQ. You saw him just looking lost out there on the court. He wasn't passing. He didn't make the right pass. When he, he, when he's supposed to shoot, he passed. He's supposed to pass. He shot. You know, remember looking back in the conference finals, him having a one-on-one game with uh, Michael Porter Jr. and getting roasted. Oh, yeah. And then Duncan Robinson had him jumping for all the pump fakes and scoring it on him. Yeah, man. I'm happy he got his ring. I'm, I'm happy, you know, he signed with Puma. He's getting his bread. But, yo, pack yeah, your bags, bro. Yeah, the marathon continues. Yeah, pack your bags, bro. Um, I, I see. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I, I, I play 2K. I only played GM mode so I could trade people. So I've been doing this since I was, like, in, like, seventh, eighth grade. So I'm I'm, I'm calling it now. Kuzma's about to be in Detroit. He's from he's from Michigan. He's from Flint, actually. So they What gonna, pieces they going to get for him? They're going to get Derrick Rose and Luke Kennard. I don't want Derrick Rose. I mean, I love Derrick Rose. He's a great player, but I just don't see how he can work 
on the Laker team with Rondo and LeBron. I think Rondo's gone. If you read the report, man, Rondo opted out. KCP opted out. To get more bread. Yeah, but they, they won their champions. They can't give him so much bread because he signed a minimum deal. He would have to re- remember, they gave him nine, and they gave him a minimum deal last year. What do you think about the CP3 to Lakers? Impossible. I think the only way that happens is if CP3 takes a buyout. And I don't think, I think the fact that he was all NBA second team this year, OKC is not letting him go. They got two, they acquired two draft picks for get for to get him. And then they're going to trade him out. They're going to get something. I think if CP's to go anywhere, he'll probably end up either in New York or Milwaukee. Those are the two places that make the most sense. He's not going to get a championship if he goes there, though. If he goes, well, I mean, that's he got two years. He'll get his money, and then he can go ring chase. Look at Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard made his money, and then he's. We thought he was done. I mean, he was still. He could still play. I give it to you, but he found a role. You can't. I after this year, you can't tell me CP won't be effective as a, a thirty-eight year old point guard, even if he comes off as like a six man. I don't know. Chris Paul, you said Chris Paul in two years. I mean, because Chris Paul is not the most durable player like LeBron or anything. But like exactly, that. that's why I said in two years he's a six man, and then he'll 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 have made his money. He can go sign for a mid level exception if he wants. He like literally he's coming off like as good as he was this year. He still wasn't. I don't think he's justified thirty seven million dollars. Now the trade that I want to see is Cools to Sacramento. For Buddy Hill, for Buddy Hill, mm. or something like that, mm. a, a young gunner who's just—you give him the ball, he go. Now the thing about that trade, no matter how these trades work, they yeah, got Macklemore still on that team. right? Macklemore is on Houston. He's a Houston? Unre- he's okay. an unrestricted free agent. They can sign him straight up if they want to. Oh yeah, yeah, I'll take Macklemore too. But I think the only thing about Buddy Hill is now you lose defense. Like even though we cut Danny Green's ass, I I, I personally, Danny, I hope you're listening. Uh, yo. I'm more mad at Marquis for throwing the ball out of bounds. You missed a shot. It happens. So everybody that was sending you, you and your girl death threats, that's ridiculous. Yo, it's just a game. But um, yeah, man, Danny Green has to be traded because Kuz only makes, I think, like $2 million. So you're going to take that $15 million from Danny Green and make salaries match. But he could work because I know he wants out. But I also feel like he'll probably go to Philly. I feel like Philly can put together a package to go get him. They want to they get some assets around De'Aaron Fox before they have to give him a contract extension. And I heard that uh, the rumor is that uh, Milwaukee wants Bogdanovich. So that's the guy who um, Lou Wilson was starting instead of uh, Buddy Hill. So it's interesting. But Knicks, man. Y'all gotta get it together, man. You better go get Chris Paul. Don't. Uh, I mean, you gonna give Chris ah, Paul. on the Knicks. Ah, you wildin', man. Just cause you from Brooklyn, let's not forget the Nets. Oh, the Nets man. just visiting. They 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 just got. Oh him. no, I don't. I'm not a Nets fan. I'm a Knicks fan. But yo, Dolan needs to go. I don't know what's going on with the Knicks. The Knicks. It's not. But, you see, you see top. You see top superstars like KD not wanting to go there. It's not a hot spot for for superstars. Who's going to change that around? But let's be real though. If you go to the Knicks as a superstar, you're expected to produce. You don't have. There's no leeway to develop players. I think the fact that the Knicks took a stance this year with the hiring of Tom Thibodeau, even though they probably could have, they should have probably went and got uh, Kenny Atkinson. They got a coach that's going there. They have player development coaches. They got the coach from Utah that developed Donovan Mitchell into a beast. So I'm hoping he can do the same with uh, RJ. I think RJ is more of a playmaker than Donovan. He has more playmaking skills at the same season than Donovan had. But look how far Donovan Mitchell's come. So you put him there. Donovan's a better shooter, though. But hey. And you've got Kenny Payne, who's like the Kentucky coach whisperer. Like he's the one that, you know, all the Kentucky guys rave about. So. They got good player development coaches. Thibodeau has, you think about what he did with Jimmy, what he did with that Chicago team when he was allowed to coach his style and didn't have to worry about inheriting the players. So, I mean. I'm I'm at this point with New York sport team. I have to believe it. 
I have to see it to believe it type of thing because the Jets suck, Giants suck, Knicks suck, and the Nets. And hold on, one thing about the Nets, y'all talking wild spicy. Kyrie, you better start doing something out here. You better not be injured like you goddamn been injured for the last couple of seasons over here. Y'all been talking spicy on your, on the KD podcast. Shout out to that. It's a great listen. I heard the one with the 40. That was great. Um, I need y'all to really... Do something this season for how how much spice y'all putting out there in the world. I think the scary thing about the Nets team is who is their leader. I think that was something at the bubble show. Like you had to be men- like first off, like the NBA season they talking about Emma, um starting on Martin Luther King Day, but who knows? That's that's a quick turnaround. But I think the NBA the the bubble showed how important leadership was. Like mm-hmm. the Lakers didn't have the best. Roster. They had the two best players, you could argue, but the leadership of LeBron and Rondo is what got them over the hump. Jimmy Butler's leadership on those Miami boys, they thought they could beat anybody, and they damn near did beat everybody that showed up to play them. Yep. You feel me? But then you look at a, a team like the Bucks, who there is no, you know, no, not to my at least knowledge, there wasn't a guy that stood out like as their leader, and they got bounced. They didn't rally the troops, you know? There was no. There was no leader on the Celtics. Nobody that like, there are people that talk, but there's nobody that elicits that kind of like respect that I guess Al Horford had gave them in the past, you know. So you you, you kind of look back. It's like, oh well, what's gonna happen next year? Who's gonna be that guy in Brooklyn? Because the East is wide open. You you ask me who's coming out the East. The West, you know, it's it's, a, it's probably three or four teams in the West. You could argue that's gonna get it, and it's probably mm-hmm. tier A is probably L A. Golden State comes back, but what do they look like now that you know they're gonna be somewhat human? Ah, uh, yeah, and they go. I mean, that's a that's a sneaky team because they still got Wiggins, right? They got Wiggins, Draymond, they, Draymond, Steph, Clay, and Clay, and a number two pick. Sheesh. Number two pick too. So Dang, that's, a whole, that's like a basically a, a superstar team, a, su, a, su, a super team by itself. Dude, it's a, at least it's realistic. At least it's not like you don't have one of the top five scorers of all time playing with the best shooter of all, two of the best shooters of all time. Oh yeah, that's true. And probably the guy that made small ball uh, a thing with uh, Draymond at his peak. So I take I take my chances. At least then I, we could play teams that have a great five man squad. But but going back to the talk about the Nets. I don't know who would be their leader because they obviously don't respect their coach. You have Kyrie saying that KD and him can um, coach the team. They don't. They're not even respecting Steve Nash as their head coach yet. So I don't. I don't know who's going to be that leader. That's a fact. I, I look at it like you know they're trying. They're already trying to trade half the roster. I'm like I'm not trading Karis Levert. I'm not trading. Maybe I trade them with. He's an asset. You don't need another ball dominant guard who doesn't really play defense. Mm-hmm. If you have Kyrie, right? He's a great facilitator, but you know something's got to give. And I'm Jared. I know DeAndre Jordan's their friend, but let's be real. Jared Allen at this stage in his career is better than DeAndre Jordan. Oh yeah. The fact that that friendship card played a role, I get it. You got them to sign, but let's 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 be you know let's be real. Jared Allen round the basket. Defending more, a little more agile. He got that block on LeBron. Yeah, so, so yeah, I feel like they're already in a position where they're trying to rebuild. I, I did see a, there was like a potential trade they can get Drew Holiday and Aaron Gordon. That goes down. That's clutch. That's big time. But you have the guys that don't have egos and don't want to go shot hunt. But who's going to really be the guy to to get them to the promised land? My thing with them is I want to see when the pressure hits with them. Once they, if they get into a losing streak, how is KD and Kyrie is going to interact? Because they're two alpha players, and I want to know if that's going to mesh well. I think their alpha players with beta monsters, though. Mm, their their games are immaculate, it. but you look at Kyrie. When Kyrie's the best player on your team, you get bounced in the second round if you make the playoffs. 
That's a fact. Left Braun had them Boston kids. They went to the conference finals without him. Was a game away from the finals. He comes back. They lose in five games to the Bucks. And had a whole bunch of issues throughout that whole year. A hundred percent. You know, KD couldn't get over the hump when he was in Golden State. He made the finals once. He made the conference finals a bunch of times. But, you know, Westbrook was the leader of the team. KD was doing his thing. Great, mm-hmm. like I said, top five scorer all time. Probably top, when you say top 15 player all time. But, yo, who's going to be the one to, like, you know, who's going to take the lightning rods? They can't. What happens if they have a losing streak, like you said, and they both don't want to talk to the media? This is New York. That doesn't work. Unfortunately, yep. it should work that Especially way. Especially Brooklyn, you heard? Bow. Yeah, all of that. Whatever, Fabi. But <laughs> that is how it goes. So, but back to the Lakers, though. You know, you said Golden State, L.A. Clippers should be better next year. Ah, uh, the L.A. Chokers. Let's not. They don't deserve the name of Clippers. They choked against the Denver Nuggets. That's because, like my boy Bronny said, we smoking on that Nuggets pack. Oh, but they man. they choked the L.A. Chokers. I don't want to hear nothing about the Clippers because Kawhi. Talking about this was his town, making commercials. He was what? What they call him? The Terminator? Yeah, yeah. He, the Terminator? The Terminator died every week. Yep. Come on now. And playoff P. Way off P. Come on now. And that's not. Shout out to Shannon Sharp, Lemon Pepper Lou. Come on now. Uh, yeah, I was out here. And then let's not forget about the most, the vocal person of them all, Pat Bev. Oh, Cancun on three? Come on now. <laughs> Cancun on three. You was talking all that hot stuff. I'm about to say. I'm, 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 Come on. You got to LA chokers until further notice. Thank you very much. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. That was a great public service announcement. But I'm just saying, I mean, if they go back, if, if, if God willing, we could actually have games in the stadiums, it might be different. You know, Ty Lue is a good manager of personnel. Oh, yeah. No, I, I think, think that was a good pick for them. Yeah, that was a good pick. Doc can motivate, but I don't think Doc will get in your ass if you're fucking up. So. And also, you need a leader on that team. Um, Kawhi is, and that's that's one thing about Kawhi that kind of confused me is why wouldn't you want to go with LeBron? Because you're not the vocal leader. You, you your, your leadership comes through your play. You're not the person to rile them up and to talk to them. LeBron is that person who does both. Why wouldn't you want to go sign with him and he will be able to do the leadership things that you cannot do? Well, I mean, you got to respect the competitive you chose, aspect. You chose play. You chose Paul George. He wanted Jimmy Butler first, apparently. Which, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, Jimmy Butler would then, would would have done what LeBron done. But then, that's again, you like I said, you got A-plus games with beta mentalities. Ka- Kawhi is a killer, but Kawhi is a system killer. He's going to get his numbers regardless, mm-hmm. but the system has to be in place so everybody else knows their role. The Clippers were in turmoil. He was I'm too just, privileged in San Antonio. I'm just, he's pri- apparently he's privileged in L.A. too. Mm-hmm. That's part of the reason Doc Rivers is, is in Philly right now. But, I mean, you know, I'm still, I'm still gonna say they in my top four in the West next year. It's depending on matchups. They can match, like they can match up. Uh, I mean, I want to see what happens with Traz Harris and the opt out. Traz is gone. Yeah, I want to see, I want to see what new pieces they're gonna do because they really built this team just to get this championship this year. This they, was the year. This was the anti Lakers team. They built everything to counteract the Lakers, and they forgot about the Nuggets and how the Nuggets was. One of the top teams, one of the teams that was supposed to win it. That's and I want to see what all these pieces, because you don't have no picks, because you traded all you your picks for, for way off P. Off the rip, I'm saying right now, order for you guys to even think about winning a championship. Y'all gotta trade. Y'all gotta trade Paul George. Whoa, whoa, Y'all on. gotta trade him. Wait, trade wait. him for some picks. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. He, 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 he bummed at the playoffs, but he did come in third at MVP last year. And nah. they didn't play enough games together. They had no chemistry. That's because LeBron wasn't 
was injured. That's why he came third. I'm just saying, he came in third. MVP, he averaged 28, 8, 5, 2, and like 43% three And OKC. And OKC, he was getting his shots. He was like him, he he, he got Westbrook to pass him the ball. Imagine that, Westbrook. But, but playing for OKC, there was no pressure. Yeah, you're right. There was no pressure. He didn't have, he didn't think, they wasn't thinking of OKC of making it to the promised land or anything. Now, you playing for the Clippers with Kawhi and all the people, that's pressure off the rip. And I think about it was crazy is he didn't want to play with LeBron because of that pressure and you end up going to the team that that's going to give you the same amount of pressure. But again, you got to appreciate at least the competitive nature. And to play with LeBron when you just won a final MVP, it would have either been LeBron gets ring number four, like it is now, or, you know, LeBron needs help. And that's, I think, the hardest thing about it. Like, you look at a guy like Anthony Davis, their games are perfectly made, you know, because a big man in the league doesn't win a title without a dynamic wing player. Like, you could put two wing players together and they could work. But AD was like, all right, I could do my thing, but I got LeBron here. He's playing on the top of the key. I'm at the pump. I'm in the paint. It works. You're not going to have that those clashes. Whoa. Kawhi and LeBron operate in the same space for the most part. Well, hold on, but he could have definitely played under the same storyline with AD. He's still young. He could still, um, what you might call it, LeBron could still, what the narrative is going to be with AD, he could still pass off the Lakers to AD. He could pass the the Lakers to Paul George. He could have the same narrative. He could have the same narrative, but Kawhi's already won. When you've already won, do you really want to, if you already won, you've been an alpha. Both times you won. Do you want to really fall back in somebody else's shadow? But you but you was always in the shadow. That's that's your whole persona. You was always in the shadow. And San Antonio, using the shadow of the whole organization and behind the big three. Even though you won that finals MVP, people were still talking about Ginobi, Parker, and Duncan and um Popovich. Of course. Of course. And 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 Toronto even though you won the MVP, and that's when they started talking about you, but it was Kyle Lowry's team. 100%. He he, he gets in where he fits in. He's but it, always been but in he's the shadow. Always, but he's the best. You could argue he's the best player at the time that they're winning, so you always want to get those accolades. But, you know, I'm not going to talk about that negativity on, on the Kawhi front. We also got... Had chokers. We got, you know, Denver's going, Denver's going to be strong again. De- Dallas is going to be strong. The NBA is wide open right now. And I would like to say if... That ref did not kick out Porzingis. We the LA Chokers would have made it to the second round. By the way, I, I believe that that they they had no answers for that. They would have probably been down three one themselves in the first mm-hmm. round. How do you bounce back? And then Porzingis gets hurt. Lucky they draw. But um, yeah, man. Uh, Braun Lakers. They're gonna they're gonna have a better roster next year. Golden State's coming back. It's gonna be interesting. The East is wide open. I think Giannis is out of there. I think the Miami Heat are are here to stay. Um, it's gonna be interesting, but the legacy though, man. What does four put LeBron? I mean, to me, it might, it might, you know, maybe, maybe I'm gonna come out. He's the greatest of all time. I'm gonna put it out there. I'm sorry, y'all, MJ lovers. I know, I know, y'all gonna come after me. I don't care. LeBron is the greatest of all time. It's just not just. I, I would say Michael Jordan is the greatest offensive player, just of his off his skill set and how he would just score relentlessly. But with me, with my greatest of time, it's just overall he just made the team off and off the court better. Is what he bought to the game is is nothing you can compare especially of the expectation usually people who have that expectation of being the, of from high school don't really live up to it only a certain amount like Kobe RIP to him 
he he lived it up and did even more. There's nothing you could say. I, I I agree. I'm not gonna argue with that. I've sung LeBron's praises since 06. So, but I think that, like you said, it's a it's a delineation because there's always gonna be a, a debate. Like before Jordan, everybody argued Wilt, Kareem, and Bill Russell, right? Mm-hmm. So that it was always like as the game changes, you're always gonna appreciate somebody more. LeBron is the one player in history that you say you could drop in any era, and he'd make it work. I'm not saying Jordan couldn't survive in any era, but you look at this pace and space era, Jordan wasn't hitting the three ball like this. Oh, yeah. And that's not, for, that's not like, as Nick Wright will be saying, like, do we discount the fact that Jordan, like, everybody, every star player needs pieces, right? But Jordan, with if you take away Pippen, like, what is Jordan? Like, Jordan didn't have to guard the best person in those championship runs. Mm-hmm. He, you know, LeBron had weight. LeBron moves around. You got the, the argument about, you know, 6-0 in the finals. That's that's beautiful. But um, my, my thing about that 6-0 stuff that, that that gets me upset is they did not build teams to build to destroy Jordan. They built teams to beat LeBron. That, I don't understand why I keep bringing this argument up with the finals stuff because they did back then they didn't... The, they didn't express that power of superstars moving around and coming together to defeat Jordan. They didn't have that mindset. Since LeBron created that mindset, people around the league have news that to start up super teams just to stop him from getting championships. That's a fact. I'll give you that. I think that you look about like the skill set, like the most skilled basketball player of all time, like the greatest skilled player could do it all is LeBron James. If you want to argue about the most... I guess relentless, like the, going to get it done no matter what. You go, you go, go Jordan. But I'm taking LeBron every time mm-hmm. because I know four and six is not a nice, it's not a nice percentage. But he's getting there in some years where he probably shouldn't have. 2007 shouldn't have made it. Shouldn't have got there. We know. Shouldn't have, definitely should. Especially again, but that that performance he did against the the Pistons. Yeah. 2011, we hold that against him. He had a bad run. He he didn't know how he 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 you know he thought everything was gonna be given to him. He wasn't ready. Yeah. Got you. Right. 2015, the injuries happened. We remember Atlanta was like a 61 team, and they ran through the East. Yep. And mind you, the Warriors went ahead and got that championship if Kyrie and Love was playing in that series. They might have got it. And then you say LeBron has two of the most important championships that we will ever see. He won a 3-1 against the greatest regular season team in history. Mm-hmm. Comes back, gets a dub. And then the bubble championship. People, Some people, because it's LeBron, are throwing asterisks up there. But Easiest path. Now, that's the stuff that gets me upset is he goes to the West after y'all talking about the Eastern Conference. Y'all talking about the y'all call unquote called the Eastern the Eastern. Oh, he bullies his way. It's easy for him. He goes to the West, and now y'all saying he bullied through he bullied through the West, and it was the easiest cakewalk. He went through Damian Lillard, who's probably the best scoring point guard. Steph is a better shooter, but Dame Dame is a killer, and Dame is doing it with less support around him. So he, he went through the best probably that's probably one of his hardest first it's probably his hardest first round matchup plays against the best friend Melo then you go against the best scoring duo in the last 30 years mm-hmm. in, West, in Westbrook and Harden Harden is a former MVP they're two MVPs in the second round and then we were supposed to play the Clippers they ain't make it we play an upstart Denver team who they have a center that plays point guard and a point guard that plays small forward basically and they was giving people wreck. They were down 3-1 twice and came all the way back. And if it wasn't for a, a great shot by Eddie in game two, they would have been up 2-1. 
this maybe it's a different series, right? And then you play against this Miami team who no one expected. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, I kind of did say that. I said earlier in the year when they when they beat Miami, when they beat Milwaukee in like probably like January, I was like, yeah, Miami could beat Milwaukee, but I didn't think they was going to the finals. Oh yeah, definitely same. But Jimmy was a man possessed. Tyler Hero was great. Bam is going to be around for a while. Like, yo. And they have a veteran on the team. Don't forget, Iggy's on that team who has championship experience, so they know how to temper their mindset through the playoffs. So give them credit. I'm about to say, if, you, if your standard is championships, the greatest of all time is Bill Russell. Yep. If you want to say the greatest shooting guard of all time is LeBron, is uh, Michael Jordan. But the greatest, like, all-around player if you is LeBron James. I'm taking LeBron James. If I just need a, if I need a bucket, I'll go Jordan. Sure. Yeah, actually, maybe I, no, I'm not gonna I don't know because I don't know because LeBron does got more play buzzer beaters than Kobe and and Michael put together. By the way, in the playoffs, so play- I might I might want to go with the most clutch player, which that's LeBron. <laughs> I mean, we could argue, we could talk about this forever, but I think you know what? Let's get into let's switch gears. I know everybody don't play ball, but everybody like music. So what's going on in the music world, bro? Oh man, now before before before, I think I think someone has to. Make Make an apology about someone's album that they just recently doubled back to. I let this person <clears throat> state his apology. Whatever. Uh, yo, Tiana Taylor. Uh, I'm sorry. Your album was actually on on the on like the fifth listen. You got some bangers on there, man. I still don't feel like it's as cohesive as I would prefer. Put some to respect. Be. I put, I'm dropping some respect on your name. I respect your sexy. The album, it got some joints. I feel like, you know, I still like Seven better. I still like the Kanye joint. You like that Kanye, I like West the Kanye. album? I do like oh, the Kanye. Oh, my God. Like she the, doesn't even like it. That's fine. <laughs> it's okay. I enjoyed it. I feel like she got some big records off of that joint. And I'm imagining, I feel like she could have made, I need a happy medium. Because people never, a lot of people didn't listen to Seven. And Seven was amazing. Oh, this yeah. is this is a great album. This is a good album. It was a really good album. So I it took a little uh, a bit little of long though. A little long, like I said. Like these these everybody's making these fifty million song albums. Yeah, I just need 12, 12, 12 to fourteen. I'm yeah. Gucci. But yeah, like uh, the twelve to fourteen on your, on your album that I, I I got to really bump with, I enjoy it. So I, I apologize for saying that. But with that said, somebody else is stepping into the room because I, I'm, I'm a big fan of this person, but. He gonna have to issue a lot of apology later not, on about this. I'm not. Trigger. Yo, Trey, man. Trey, big fan. Mixtape Trey. Swagger, He's bugging out, Swagger Trey. like songs. Like, one of my favorite mixtapes. Yeah. Anticipation. Amazing. Bro, this album wasn't it for me. It was. Don't not believe. Now, this hold on. album was fire. Now, I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you your 30 hold seconds. Hold your 30 seconds. Go hold ahead. On. Thank you. Thank you. It's my turn. Like, I, like Skip be telling shit. It's my turn. Skip! But, um, yo, uh, they got you got some you got a couple records on it like it's like five six records on it but man this is not what I expected I thought you was gonna I seen you had congratulations on the kid you know great looking baby moms I thought you was gonna come out here like you came out when you did uh, the Trigger album that was my woo that was my album man but I was I just it, it didn't do it for me I'm not gonna say it's trash but I'm gonna say you know I, I'm I'm not feeling it but uh what's it too close is that the that's the record number seven is that number seven um, number seven is two ways two ways right that's a record that that's a record I, if I you would have gave me like ten of those. Boy, <laughs> I'd be saying something different, but uh, yeah, Trey, we got uh, hit me hit my line, man. I need to EP, I need to EP an album between you and Usher, man. We gotta do something. We gotta change something. Oh, it's my floor. It's, it's your, my time. It's your turn. Go ahead, Trey. He's bugging out, Trey. My man over here, Slick Grayson, is bugging. You got one, Trigger. 
You heard me? Yeah, he got one good song on the album. Yes. No, <laughs> no. This album was great. It wasn't, it was, I won't, I won't compare it to the other albums because I feel like the other albums are a little better. Mm-hmm. But this album was really good. Mm-hmm. I, about, out of 22, I, I'm rocking with at least 15. You lying. Out of 22. Hit Different? I don't know why he does not like Hit Different. He don't even got the best song called Hit, Hit Different, Different out right now. Oh, don't, I don't really like that sister song, but that's a little hot that's take. Little, <laughs> Circles, Round and Round. Circles is a single. It's supposed to be good. Cats Got My Tongue. Eh, he should have made that for On Call ago. with Ty Dolla Sign. That's a good one. Come on. Nobody's watching. Uh-uh. Sleepless Night with DeVito. Come on now. That's a cool part. All right. I don't really like the rain track with Sway Lee. I don't know. I have a, I have a controversial pick with Sway Lee. I think he just only needs to be doing hooks. I don't know about personal songs or features, but that's neither here or there. But, yo. Lost and Found, Hands On. No. Save It, Be My Guest. No. Trey, you got one. Mm. You got one, Trey. Nah, this is not. This is uh, this is his transition. And grown up music is cool, but that's not the tray I look forward to. I need I need bravado. Tray. I know artists are allowed to grow, but as the fan, like I don't think I was this mad about a tray. I mean, it might grow me, I, but I haven't been this like off put by. I guess I did. I did not like Tremaine. I didn't really like Tremaine. Tremaine was alright. I feel like Tremaine was the start of like him trying to see where, how he can evolve his sound. But passion, pleasure, and pain. I remember that when that first came out, I wasn't feeling it. I got into it later, like like maybe like two or three years mm-hmm. later. Maybe my it's just not on my palate right now. But I, this this one wasn't it, bro. I'm sorry. And I think you should start releasing some more EPs. Like the Intermissions EP was fire. But he did drop. Remember he dropped the 1128 last year, or two years ago. But, oh, yeah. but it was just still like there's a couple of records on there. But I just feel like yeah, just get back to that because I I like those things. But you got one with this album. Though. Nah, this album was good. It wasn't. It wasn't. I won't. I won't sit here and say it. Great. Out of ten, what you giving 10. it? I'm giving it a six. I give it a I give it a seven point five. All right, so he still barely passed. That's fine. Seven point five. I, I, I like it. I really like it. I enjoy it. I got I gotta listen to it again to, but hit different fire to me. Cats got my tongue. Be my guest. Circles round and round. Nope. And I even like that Summer Walker song, even though I know that it was a, a single. single. It's a single. You can't I, put out a bad single. I'm sorry. No, I'm not counting Circles. I'm not counting Back Home because those are singles. Okay, but not Cir- Circles just came out, though. But I, I, I give you Back Home because Back Home came out Circles like a while ago. I'm sorry. As a Trey fan. A while fan, ago, but As a Trey now. fan, when joints, when joints drop, you got to listen to them. Like, yo, this, this is cool. But nah. I'll give another listen. Maybe I'll mention my second apology next week. I mean, I'll give him a 6.5 because two ways, I've definitely been playing that OD heavy. So two ways, that's a record. But right, He's going to have to walk back that like he did to Tiana Taylor. Come on now, just give him some time. Nah, that's all right, bro. Now, let's talk about, nah, you know, the hold little... Hold on, hold on, no, can we talk about Trey? I'll I, I, I put it this way. I'd rather listen to that that party next door rehash where he just dropped all the SoundCloud records oh, than listen man. to the Trey album. I tell you that much. And party, but that's different though, because these are popular these are classic, songs, classic songs. Shout out compared. to things and such. Oh, you don't know how much I needed this on my iPhone, man. Who oh. did you love that I gotta make plans with? Woo! If we not standing, it's not a one night standing. He was preaching, man. The toxic king that Cardi is. I said Cardi. Wasn't it? Wasn't it a di- name? A different. It was song? Kalani Freestyle. It's about Kalani. Oh. 
yeah, he oh he switched that up. He had to change the name. He can't. He, he try, trying to get sued. Oh, thanks. That's oh, all. No, I really like that song. Thanks. No, that Kalani freestyle was. He another one that I don't know what happened. I, I miss old party. I know he said it's all the same party, but I'm like, man, you gotta get your heart. Oh, you know, you know, like the Party Mobile album. I actually, eh, I didn't say I didn't. I can't say I didn't like it. I just felt like he hasn't like ever since PND two. I feel like he hasn't really hit his stride. Remember, he was dropping um colors. He had the colors tapes. Mm-hmm. He had he been dropping like sporadic records. I feel like when he does like his little four song EPs, they be fire. I don't know. I think Drake just be like, yeah, you can't put that out. I might want that in a few years. I think don't do that to Drake. I don't think that's that. how. That's don't how, do that. To he Drake. in the OVO sweatshop, bro. <laughs> don't do oh, that. Big Drake fan. Come on, you, certified lover boy coming soon. Don't do that. It definitely <laughs> is. But I mean, hey, it's it, it gotta speak some truth. What else? What you listening? You know, you the music guy. Come on now. Um, so shout out to. Abby Jasmine, you feel me? She just released it, her Who Cares Deluxe. I know you don't know her. I don't know her. I know you don't, but shout out to her. She's from Staten Island, and she's great. And I really love this this, this deluxe album. I think everybody should go check it out. You feel me? She got she got some great tracks on there, and I think she's one of the up-and-coming artists that you're going to see in 2021. Now... I'm starting to get into this Preem and Popcorn EP that just came out. Preem, he's the OVO affiliate, right? He used to be P. Rain. Yeah. yeah. Him and Drake had that record. And Popcorn is OVO too, you know. OVO and really, of course. And then, you know, I'm also, I'm also, I'm I'm liking this So Icy Gang Volume 1 compilation from Gucci Mane and his, and the new 1017. They got some spit, especially the girls. Shout out to them. And Pooh and, and Poo Shiesty. That boy different. He, that boy is different. And then now we gonna we his gonna name, his name is what? Pooh Shiesty. That's something his mama used to call Come him. On now. Yeah, all right. And then the block boy JB Fat Boy review. Uh, I don't know, block boy. It's just not hitting like that, bro. He's in the Drake. He's in the Drake dungeon too. The OVO dungeon. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know what happened. I feel like it's Space Jam. After, after that, after you did the track with Drake, he just kind of like <laughs> their talent just got sucked away. Pause. But he had you the he me? had the shoot that the shoot. Right? Yeah, that was before. That was before Drake hopped oh. on. Um, hopped on a song with him. So. Your your songs is cool But I just don't see Longevity Longevity But keep doing your Chop block part Series that you've been doing With NLE Chopper Those are fire But come on now The kids love NLE Chopper The kids definitely do love Yeah and then also These kids loving Little Loaded right now You feel me Little Loaded He's out here He just dropped his album I'm really loving it right now He got a bunch of He got a bunch of artists NLE Chopper YG Polo G So I'm really He's he's just a young turnt dude Out here Talking about gang and crip life So shout out to him Shout out to the gangbangers out there, all the gangbangers, good looks. And then you, what? I know you had something about the Giveon, oh, boy, boy, <laughs> yo, Giveon, bro. You, you right now, you, 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 don't, you got, you got it. You got the R and B back. I'm, I'm not. I'm gonna say something a little blasphemous. Um, yo, Giveon, he got, he got the Frank Ocean lane right now. He got the Frank Ocean. Oh, I would never know. I'm not a big Frank. Nah, Ocean Frank got fans. it. Frank, I ain't gonna front. Pause. So Frank, you got that. Frank, Frank made me cry a couple times. He got some records. Frank, I'm but not Frank, a big Frank Ocean fan. You wildin'. So you got that. You wildin'. Frank, shout out to Frank. Self control. I don't know the hype on that. Shout out to Frank. But um, give me on, man. Yo, it's, it's real soul music. The joint with Snow. It was Snow Allegra. My God. Anything with Snow Allegra. My God. Anything with Snow Allegra is fire. Yo, that Shout record. Out to you, Snow. <laughs> still your best. And I think, you know what's, what I find dope about him? Like, I told you, like, and especially in the stream age, he's making the songs, they're, they're the proper length. 
like it's like this. You can get it just enough of the record that you need, and in his EPs, four songs, out for mixtape, seven songs, like. I don't feel like he's just dropping too much music. Grant, mind you, I don't mind artists drop a lot of music, but they gotta be quality. Mm-hmm. I'll take quality over quantity. Like, I mean, who did that? Migos dropped like a what hour and a half album like a oh, year yeah, or two ago. No, we're not. And, doing that. and it just was like, yo, it's gonna, you know, I'm gonna hit a single. That's it. They not the same Migos from back in the day. So shout out to Giveon on that man. Yo, I'm still on Usher Bad Habits, man. Shout out to Usher Baby. Yo, Bad Habits is a record. That's a record. It's a grown up record with a little put some pop sensibilities. But um. Man, yeah, that Give You On project is. Woo. I mean, shout out to YG. I'm, I'm liking this album. I feel like it was different compared to the other albums. It's not as classic as his first debut album, but I'm really liking the lane that you're starting to go to because you're still keeping it gangster, but you're also playing with some new elements to your music. So I'm kind of like in a direction. I don't think this was probably an album that you really wanted to to like blow up like that. I'm thinking you're gearing up for a lot of release and I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I, I like the single swag. I thought like that was like, mm-hmm. it was fun. I think YG, he understands how to make a good single. Like you're going to listen to it, whether it's charting or not. Like it's a good record. I got to play the whole album. I'm a YG fan. I think the last drain didn't really hit like that for me, but I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you said that. I'll, I'll, I'll give it a spin. But you know who need to release an album? Chris Brown. No, I want no 50 song album you right at, at this time. Yo, Breezy, we need a sorry enough video, bro. I'm sorry. We gotta go back. I know you, you promoting uh, go the slime tape joint, but yo, we need sorry enough as a visual. I Carry on. I don't want I don't want 50 songs in my in my in my library. Come you on. You, you, you Chris Brown, you bugging with that now. You, you I know you're trying to overstream the streams. You over here you playing the system right. That's good, but yo. You can't release 50 songs and then come back and release a deluxe with 60 songs. Come on, my guy. That's gangster. That's like, you're not going to play my stuff on the radio? Come on now. You know, but who, you know who need to release an album? Georgia Smith. Come on now. You playing with me. I know you just released that single with Popcorn just now. It was nice. But please, in this next album... Can I have some more melodies as the song that you did with Burner Boy earlier this year with the Be Honest? Oh, be Honest. You ain't had a drink shit out popcorn that just came? Yeah, I just, that's what yeah, I just said. I just mentioned that. It was good. The, you got the melodies. But I just need just probably two more because your last albums, it was cool, but you just, you just be putting me in a different bag and I don't like that. <laughs> so just have at least on that on the album, at least four of those melody tracks and whatever else you want to do with the rest of the album, I'm cool. Alright, fair enough, bro. I'm about to say I don't think I got no more music hot takes. I think shout out to Party for putting things and such on on the on the little mixed little you know SoundCloud mixtape. I'm a fan. I needed that. Oh, we, well, we got to talk about Drake hopping on that Young Blue record though. You get a chance to listen to it. I don't even know who Young Blue is. Oh, Young Blue is an up and coming artist out here. He's doing his thing, and then you know, Drake always like to touch down to the lower common people to, to to give out you know some help. So he hopped on this track, and one thing I hate about the criticism about Drake is they keep trying to say he still flows. Cause now in this song they're saying that he stole little Dirk flow or like a Polo G flow, and I'm just like, yo, what do you want from these artists that's been in the game for over ten years? Do you want them to? To change, do you want them to remain the same? Because if they remain the same, then y'all just gonna hate them and get tired of them. Drake is versatile. And he also gaining his bag in this song too. He's really getting to his Drake jaded bag, which I love. 
So shout out to him because he and then he's always in tune with the culture. He's always reaching out to the younger crowd to give them a step up because I bet you a lot of people don't know who Young Blue is, but now they're going to know him because Drake hop on the song. That's a fact. I'm, I'm going to give it a listen just because you said it. I'm definitely going to play that as soon as we done here. Man, that's good for me on music. Just check out Abby Jasmine. Who cares the Lux? You feel me? I'm rapping for her heavy. You feel me? So that's my that's my take. All right, all right. I think we about to get out of here, but this we're gonna close out this week with just one last section. We go we call this segment "This Ain't It." So there was a meme going around on Twitter today. I think you you sent it to me, right? What what was the question that they asked? Oh wait wait hold on I got this right now. Now. They said that, ladies, if a man takes you out, does he needs to pay for your friend's food too? Why is your friend there? That's my first question. <laughs> <laughs> That's my first question. Wait, I'm taking you out, so why is she here? Like, is it like one of those situations like you seen the doctor Umar with no context, but he's just in the car and it's like, yo, wait. Like, yo, what's happening? <laughs> I, I just I just think, um, you know, y'all hanging out and then her friends come too or something like that, or you feel me, you pull up and her friends is there. Are you supposed to pay for their date? She's not going. <laughs> like, they're not supposed to. Like, all right, I'll see you later. All sure. right, hypothetical. You go there and their friends are there, and you with and you with your girl. Are they, and are they, they, they sitting with us? Yes. I'm, I'm. I'm honestly not saying. Like, there's no point to that. Like, oh my girl, no. Like, what? Like, what, like is this my girlfriend? Like, or like? Yeah, this you, is your girl. Like, now if you go now if you with your girl and you go to a restaurant and you 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 cool with her friends right and y'all go hang go go chill to go eat or something. Nah, that's not. I mean, if I'm if like a birthday or something, maybe. But like, if not, like I'm gonna put it this way. I feel like dating social media has made dating so trash because it's literally so many non-realistic ideas that get put out there and. Not, maybe not so much for our generation, but for the the, the people under us. Like they gonna mm-hmm. grow up thinking that's a normal. Like, I'm supposed to take her her friends out. Like you got it like that. My by my all means, do what you do. But <laughs> most of us don't got it like that. So why the hell would I want to like pay for your homegirl? Like, so you don't want to be like a gentleman and pay. I mean, for you her. could do that every once in a while, but I'm saying that's not an expectation. Like every time mm-hmm. we out with your friends, I'm not paying for everybody. I ain't paying at all, no matter what the occasion is. I don't know what you're saying once in a blue moon. Ain't yo, happening on this side. Yo, if you cool with her friends, like you said, like, yo. We cool, sis, but, but put your wallet out because I'm not I'm not messing with you. I don't. And I know you messing with somebody. Oh, you got money on your own. You independent. You got it going on. But, Come out your wallet, sis. But it's like the what's it called? It's like the little the little Quavo sweetie thing. We drop the ice, the little snowflake thing. It's like, yo, you gotta have paper. So it's nah. a it's already simulation. I'm supposed to have bread. I'm supposed to pay for you and your friend too. No, you know, no, I'm not doing that. Like, my album just went triple wood. Like, sorry, <laughs> I, I, I don't have it. It's not working. But um, nah. I, I was, at, the, at the end of the day, is I'm responsible for the person I'm in a relationship with. I'm not responsible for your friends. If they going out to eat with us, and I say this for girls who just going out on dates, even just on a singular date or anything, always have money in your pocket. If you can't afford it, why are you going? And why are you ordering? I say, why are you here? <laughs> now, now, granted, if 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 I'm with if I'm with you know if I'm with y'all and everything, and then you don't got the bread on you or something happened or you know, yeah, I'm a cover for you because you know it is what it is, but. I'm not sitting here paying. Don't expect me to pay because I'm messing with your homegirl and I should cover the whole bill for y'all. Like, are we in a 
poly relationship or something? Come on now. What are we doing don't here? Don't say girls don't share, so it definitely is not happening. Come on now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, nah, that's not I, already, I already got one bill with this with this woman right here. <laughs> every time I go, every time we go out, I gotta cover the bill. I'm about to say I'm eating for two no matter yeah, what. So. <laughs> I'm eating for two. Everything that we do together is coming out of two pot it's coming out of one pocket. If, now I'm eating for four? Yeah, if we ain't make you, I'm not feeding you. For what? For you to tell her when when we arguing? For you her to tell her I ain't I ain't I ain't nothing. I ain't shit. <laughs> I'm about to say that's exactly how it's about to go. So you feel me? When we get in the argument, you gonna take her side and you gonna look at and then you gonna for what? What am I? What am I paying for? What am I paying for right now? Yeah, nah. Like I said, to the young brothers out there, man, don't let these don't let the internet fool you. This is not how the game goes. Don't let them. Don't be thinking you gotta pay for her friends to eat. Don't be thinking you gotta have all X, Y, and Z. Like yo, you 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 got a vibe, ride the vibe. If the vibe is don't work out, but you start seeing some true colors, run. That's it. This this this. I'm paying for my my shorty and her friend. Yo, you wanna get them a little McDonald's? Hey, that's cool. That's twenty dollars. But you know, people like quality stuff. Nah, I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> Women, I love y'all. But when it comes to this dating thing, y'all are some of the best finesses ever. Y'all try to finesse everything in this dating life. But the game is not meant for us. It's meant for them. Nah, that gotta change because if we all equal, equality, I support equality. But Shout out everybody equal. I'm but we gotta change that. We gotta change that. <laughs> I'm about to say there there are women that you know it's it's reciprocal like they'll hold you down you hold them down but like I where you see that on? point them in my direction <laughs> Man, I, got, I mean I was gonna say something I don't wanna get you in trouble you, you know how you feel about certain women but anyways oh don't um, do that yeah exactly <laughs> but um nah but it's but the, these false expectations like dating is rigged for the woman like it's like the, you know we, everybody like to have a nice time but it's like yo we could be cool with some sweats in a movie and chilling like I'm, I'm a homebody personally I prefer like I don't really want to go to a restaurant even before COVID like I'll go every once in a while but I'd rather chill have some home cooked food we watch a movie get some wine we chill do something local like I'm I'm not I'm not jacking that but you know a, you're supposed to quote unquote you know take them out go do some nice things go to some rooftops and it, it, it could be fun it could be a thrill especially if you really like your lady if it's still in the honeymoon phase or you know you guys are just got that kind of energy like I just like being around each other but like I said that whole I got to Pay for my my shorty and her friends if they come. They gonna come and they gonna. Mm-mm, we not we not setting that precedent. We gonna leave that in twenty twenty with Corona and all the rest of this craziness. All right. So get your minds right, gentlemen. We gonna we gonna we gonna we gonna do better. We gonna be okay. Don't worry. They can't attack us forever. Come on now. With time changing, some of the society rules needs to change as well, especially in the dating world. Ooh, I think we gonna we gonna tackle that next week. We gonna talk about oh yeah, we, next dating week, in the twenty first century. Oh yeah, we we tackle that for next week. But fellas, be smart. Don't get finessed out here. They already. I mean, I, I, you're gonna get finessed regardless. As a guy in this dating thing, and I'm only talking about the dating aspect before y'all start killing me. In this dating aspect, guys, you're gonna get finessed. Wow. Only thing you get to decide is how much you get finessed. I'm about to say you gotta put your put your, your stop loss because <laughs> you could go bankrupt. Come on now. But nah, y'all, we about to close out right here. You want any final words for the people? Oh yeah, we want to do this last segment towards the end of the show where we just come up with a quote. Just from from each other, you feel me? So this week, my quote is, you know, it's a famous line from this this great artist, probably the greatest artist of all time. You feel me? You know it's real when you are who you say you are. 
You just quote Drake to send that as a send off? You know the vibes. I like skinned people. Anyways, <laughs> I don't got a quote for y'all. I'm gonna just say, you know, somebody gotta pay these bills. That's how we gonna close out. It's your boy Slick Grayson, aka Law. Remember, social media is available. This might not go well on IG, Twitter, YouTube. Um, got a lot of big things in the pipeline. So yeah. Yeah, and it's your boy, B Breezy, aka Poppy Sauce On. We catch you on the next episode. You heard? Alright, y'all, we out of here.